Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities, and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Well, welcome today, I think, 19, yeah, day 19 of season 21. Thank you for staying with it. Please sit down. Uh, if, if the Lord asks you to stand, you'll stand later. <clears throat> Amen. Brother Timothy, what care are you? Sound, your keyboard sounds funny, like it's making people laugh. I'm going to to preach about Jesus. Is that okay? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Great choice, right? It's better than preaching about Mose. Oh. The broomstick of Jehu and uh, all the other exciting things that, you know, the zit zat. Yeah, why small toenails are ETCYZ? We'll just talk about who? Jesus for now. But as I was preparing this evening, God gave me a word which is not the message, which I want to share first, then we talk about Jesus. Is that okay? And the word as I was praying was that sometimes. Let me see how to go about it. There's that proverb. Yeah? The king does what? About God concealing things, but then kings look out for them. Yeah. Can you imagine? It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. But the glory of kings is to search out a matter. Right? You have ever read that verse before? So in other words, God is in the business of concealing treasurable things. Yeah. Isn't it? That's why he says in uh, that scripture I've been preaching about a lot lately in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, but God has revealed. No eye has seen, no, no mind has conceived what God has prepared, but God has revealed them to us through his spirit. And this, for the spirit searches yeah, yes, the deep. Do, do you know what I'm saying? There is some money which is kept nearby. Then there is some money which is kept far. And you, yeah, it is only accessible by those who have a certain level of what? Knowledge. Right? So you could take it for granted that God, even in his love, conceals 
things. Doesn't God conceal things? Yeah, Paul talks about the fact that he may preach the word and make it manifested. In other words, it is concealed. I was just checking out a scripture about Jesus, and there are like five scriptures I saw about the fact that he was manifested. He says he was manifested in these last times for us. Manifested. Now, manifested means that he was always there, but he was concealed. He was hidden. Am I making sense? So, the, the word I had, which might help someone, it's actually a word of wisdom. That even people can be concealed. Yeah. You can be here and you relate with this man of God and never know who he is because he is concealed from you. And you keep wondering why people keep coming up with testimonies from the same person you listen to every week. And you, you don't seem to have the same what? Testimonies. Because for some reason your eyes are not able to see. You see, Jesus, we, we all love the idea we will probably think we would prefer to be alive in the days of Jesus, but no. Because most of us will probably have missed him completely. Yeah, because other people missed him. Like when he was taken to the temple, only two people figured out who he was. Simeon, is this Simeon? And Anna. Everyone else was just looking at a cute baby. He was totally concealed, the son of God. And even after, I was reading a very funny scripture. Not funny, like it's not supposed to make you laugh. Uh, Jesus was pronouncing his words upon certain cities. He said, woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. Which other one? There were like three. He said, for if the works that were done in you had been done in where? Sodom, they would have repented. And then says, he's, he said that because, in fact, they're about to find it because it is in Matthew uh, chapter what? 11. Yeah. L look at this. He says, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Continue. Down. The last. Next. Next. Yeah. Have I missed a verse? It's in another... Go back. Matthew 11, what? You know I can't search my Bible while on TV. 21. Okay, 21. I have all these uh, bishops at the front to help me find out where the thing... 21, not 2. Wow. Okay. Let me search for it myself. It's not that one. You need to you need to understand. Matthew eleven. It's around there, but not that one. Uh, 
Okay, verse 20. The verse just before I was confusing it to be after. Uh-huh, verse 20 says, Then he began to rebuke the cities huh? in which most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent. Can you imagine being there and they say, Jesus performed miracles in Naria, Chaliwajara, but the ones he performed in Chira. That most, when they say most, it means the biggest percentage. And it says the ones who, who saw the biggest percentage and the most astounding miracles are the ones who did not repent. Why? They were veiled. They didn't see. The Bible says that the God of this world has blinded their eyes. Do you get what I'm saying? So, I have observed that people can live limited lives, unanointed lives, because they are not able to see. There is concealing. You get, you get the idea. Yeah. So that's why uh, all of us, we like dead men's books better than the ones of the living. Yeah. All those people, Kenneth Hagin, they got more value after they died than when they were alive. Or Roberts, Billy Graham, everyone is like, oh, what, what? But while they were there, who's this? Oh, that's Billy. Kenneth, concealing. So you and I, we are going to be the generation whose eyes are open. Amen. We will seek out. It is the glory of God, what? To conceal a matter. But it is the glory of kings to search out a matter. Do you realize that if you have ever benefited from a man of God, I'm, I'm now talking very high level. I'm not talking about, oh, you joined the church. No. You went to them. You didn't, they didn't come to you. Yeah, they are the people Jesus went to. Those ate bread. They are the people who pursued Jesus. Those are in the foundation of the heavenly Jerusalem. And there's a difference. Is this too complicated? You understand it? They are the people Paul went to and they even stoned him. We don't know who they are. But there are people like Timothy who left and pursued Paul around. They have books in the Bible. So there is a difference. There is a what? So even you, you might be seated here and there are people when they pass you they just walk by. They don't know. They are walking past a heavenly well because you are what? Concealed. But because they are not kings, the name, the 
name above all other names that may be named Jesus the name in heaven not enough below no other name Jesus the name After which all nations croak that name, Jesus. Oh, the name, the change the course of history. Who am I that you call me friend? Everybody help me sing to Lift your voices, Jack. Oh 
Thank you, Tim. What's the name? What's the name? All right, let's sit down and see if we can search out the matter. Because we are what? Welcome to the gathering of kings in the kingdom of our God and Savior Jesus Christ who has won. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. He has what? He has won. Isn't it amazing? When you think about it, the Lamb has won. Let us follow him. <laughs> Ooh. Now we're going to look at Luke chapter 15 a little bit. And as we share the word tonight, you're going to be encouraged. You're going to receive the, the what? What's the thing? The, the, the eyes of your heart are going to be opened. You're going to see things which will be like, this thing is here all along in my Bible, in English, yes. You're going to see all of that. Amen. Yeah, and you're going to receive impartation. And in fact, you'll go and you'll even be able to teach it better. Yeah. You'll teach and people will be like, hey, that thing which you taught 28 years ago, I still remember it. Yeah, that's the idea. We don't teach things that stay in the surface. We teach things that stick. Eternal truth. Amen. So that's your testimony already. Even as we start. Amen. Now one day, I was driving here. I've been... I'm trying to remember whether it was an afternoon or a morning... But I remember that I was at those days, no, I was coming down the current exit and I was about to turn into the basement. Yeah? Sometimes the words God gives me, I, I remember where I was. And many times I remember the time of day. But this one, I'm trying to figure out whether it was morning or afternoon. What I know, it was either early morning before light or it was afternoon around when two, three. It can only be one of those two. It wasn't any other time. So I was turning in to the parking, the basement, and I just had a word that we are here to raise royalty. Yeah, yeah. Raising royalty yeah a royal family for the lord jesus this one worship harvest you are part of the family of of god the bible says that our father after whom the whole family in earth in heaven and on earth is named now when your dad is a king for those who are not aware you you automatically become royalty yeah if your dad is a king you're royalty Simanyi, you knew that. Someone bring for me this podium here because I feel like today I'm going to operate from... Yeah. Hey! I, I, I like being near my wife when I'm preaching. 
And for those of you, who, if you don't have a wife, you can always get so that you can also be near her when you're preaching. Yeah. And for those of you, if you also want someone to be near you when they are preaching, marry a pastor. Yeah. For those who are looking for wives, we have some beautiful ladies in this church who are also pastors. Are we okay? I'm preaching good already. So I was saying the story that the convictions, the convictions, you see the way we do things here in Worship Harvest is not like any other church you've been to. Yeah, there are different ways of thinking. That's why sometimes we are, we, when we bless you, we real bless you. You, talk, you, you be like on us like this. And when you don't click us, you real don't click us. Yeah, because like the royal family in England, how many people click them? Yeah, common people don't click royal people. It's by design. It's by design. Royal people are not clacked by common people. Yeah. Yeah, the way they give, the way they dress, the way they talk. Yeah. So the, all the commoners be like, what's wrong with them? The way they live. Yeah. So here, nothing. Royalty, everything. The buildings, the, the chairs, the, the music. The, the preaching, the, the, the snacks, the drinks, everything is designed to remind you that you are no longer part of the hustle of the world. Hey. Yeah, if the world wants to hustle, let them hustle. For us, <laughs> we are now into what? Yeah. We are not into hustle mode. Yeah. We are into ease. And, you know, because most people are used to hustling, some people, they will catch up with us later. Yeah. We just talk to our father and, and you know, and things work. Somehow things work. Amen. Uh, but is this speaker on? Okay. Because it needs to give me royal sound. <laughs> Amen. So it's exciting times to be able to see all of those. Amen. Verse 11. Then he said, A certain man had two sons. All right. So we are talking about sonship and royalty and recovering your royal position in case you have lost it. No, no, just make it straight. Uh, it will be good, as long as it's on. For those who are watching us online, don't worry, we are just fixing a little thing here. Then he said, the certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, Give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. Mm. And not many days after, the younger son gathered what? All together. 
journeyed to a far country and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. I like the KJV which says he wasted his... Can you give us KJV just to have a little bit of fun with verse 13? Yeah. KJV verse 13. Abego. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together and took his journey to a far country and there wasted his substance with riotous living. Hey, have you ever been in a riot? And can you imagine when that's your whole life? Your whole life is like one ongoing riot. But when he had spent all, <laughs> yeah, it always ends. <laughs> yeah, you can't have riotous living all the way to the grave unless you live a short life. At some point, at some point it ends. Yeah, at some point you have slept with enough people. It's no longer fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at some point all the money is gone. Yeah, at some point, all the people who pretended to be your friends, they all quit. They are your friends because of, the Bible says, uh, wealth makes many friends. Yeah, so when the wealth is gone, so the friends are also gone. <laughs> That's why you need to do SFFG so that you maintain a certain standard of wealth yeah, so you're not switching friends all the time. You see, for me, I've had the same friends for a long time. I think it's because... <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're getting it. Uh, you see, Alan is my friend. <laughs> of course, Lisa is my friend. Uh, Dr. O, Pastor Angie, these are my friends, you know. Yeah, you know, be, things become complicated when you start going to your friends to ask for salt. <laughs> and it's not uh, like a theological thing. You know, you really need salt to put in your greens. <laughs> but when you had, you guys, you are disrupting. I want to get to the end. <laughs> Happy birthday, Pastor Deno. Is that when you had spent all, hey, we, we are already at this first. Yeah, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in what? This was just the beginning. Yeah, he began. We are going to go back and examine this, but I want to first get the whole portion of this son, and then I'll tell you what his problem was. Then we'll go to the other son, and I'll also tell you what his problem was. Because this is the parable of the lost two sons. The father lost both sons to different things. So he began to be in want. In verse 15 it says, Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he sent him into his fields to feed swine. If your language is not familiar with words like swine, it's not an abuse. You know, when we are growing up, 
God is dishing out joy this evening. So, if you haven't yet got the program, one of these days I'm going to come here like for a week and teach every day non-stop. Yeah. You wait. You will see what will happen. Yeah. You will go away thinking, yeah, we'll even have short praise and worship just two songs then I teach for like two, three hours times five days. Yeah. No. no, 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 we are still in the parable of the lost son. To feed swine, swine is not an abuse, it is pigs. And he would, gla- he would gladly huh, have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate. And no one gave him anything. Gladly, can you imagine? Where they weigh the pig food before you take it. And then they weigh it before you give it so you can't take. You lose your job for eating pig's food. But the Bible says he would gladly, he would not have eaten it with remorse. He would have eaten it with so much joy if they allowed him to eat some. Remember this is a parable. Meaning it's a story that points to a deeper truth. And I'm coming back to those deeper truths. But for now, we need to first lay it down. Elder Peter Kakoma, Even if you become an elder, I might send you greetings while Peter. But when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to eat, to, to eat and spare and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I'm no longer worthy to be called one of your sons. Make me like one of your hired servants. Ah, and then he started the journey home in verse 20. But two things, since there are two sons, that are compromising royalty in your life. There are two. One, I, I want to put it in a way that doesn't sound so theological and you go home trying to research your Bible dictionary, what I meant. I, I want to put it so like, so like this. One is sin. Yeah. Or you could call it the flesh. And the other, which we'll find out from the older son, is legalism. Do you get what I'm saying? There, typically, typically there are three responses to grace. Because we are in a bit of a revival. Revival is hinged on Jesus and the Holy Spirit 
who works on his behalf, right? Now, Jesus is the embodiment of grace. The Bible says in him was, he was f- f- full of grace and truth. Am I making sense? Now, grace is what God does. When God, wherever he's coming from, having consulted no one in his own liberties and with his own desire, decides, I'm going to love this one. Then he comes and starts loving you. And no God, this is how you know God is loving you, when he talks to you. You know, people think that God loves you when he gives you things. Look, giving things, if, ah, do you know that even non-believers can get things? Yeah. You buy. I don't know why Christians don't want to buy things. Yes, I have enough money to buy whatever you want. Don't, don't bring God too much into everything. Yeah. I'm telling you, let, let's get real. Yeah, here is how you know you've started to know God and, and his what He talks to you. Yeah, because the unbelievers can't hear him. Do you get what I'm saying? You know that many children have an orphan spirit even though their fathers supplied a lot of things for them, but because they were not there. Yeah. They don't come back home, but they pay the rent, they send the bread and the milk. That doesn't help your sonship at all. It's when the father talks to you. How are you? How was your day? Gives you a hug. It's, that's different. You see, even in the orphanage, they eat. Yeah. Even in the orphanage, they, they have clothes. They have beds. Yeah. They go to school. But they have no one to say, come, my daughter. How are you? I love you. They have no one to give them that focus. Focused love. How did I reach here? Grace, yeah. Three responses. Now, two of the responses are not appropriate responses. One, let me start with the two. One inappropriate response to grace, Paul writes about it. In fact, Paul addresses these responses to grace in the book of Romans. If you read it with a knowing mind, you see that he takes the first, like, three to four chapters, crafting one response. And then a few, and then he takes, no, actually, it's like from around chapter two to, to five, there. He's dealing with one response, and then chapter 6 and 7, he's dealing with another response, and then chapter 8, he comes in with the right response. So one, one response to grace is what theologians have called permissiveness. God loves me, I can do whatever I want. My father loves me, he will not refuse to give me my portion of the goods, let me ask for it now. Even though doing so is as if telling him, I wish you dead. You're taking too long to die. I want my things, so give them to me. So there are people 
who when they receive the good news that all your sins, past, present, and future, are forgiven, and that you are in the household, there is nothing, you can never be denied. Their response is riotous living. They take, watch this, they, watch this, they take the value that the father has to give. Because it, I told you this is a parable. So in the parable, they give him his goods. Now for you, they don't necessarily maybe give you goods. They give you the value of things that are of God. And then you go and spend them on your what? Self. You, you just abuse the liberties. You waste your life. So when they find you out there in the pigsty, they can't tell that this is a member of the royal family. Because instead of, ah, you remember what I was preaching on Sunday? There's the encounter, there's the, 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 the encounter where God comes and shows himself, and then the ideal response is disciplines, following God, but then you just dish it and treat it like nothing. So there are people whose response to grace is like this first son. They just live far like that. You ask them, the person yours, I see you hanging with, are they your wife? Yeah, it's complicated. What's complicated? There is nothing to be complicated about. Either you are married to them or not. It doesn't need to be complicated. Those are people who say, ah, tithing. Well, you mean if I don't tithe, God doesn't love me? We are under grace. Of course God loves you, idiot. But you're going to be broke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Those are people who say, fasting, uh, uh, prayer, fasting, yeah. So they have responded with permissiveness. They, knowing that God cannot cast them out, they take God's value uh, and, and spend it on useless stuff. Are you with me? Now, he says here, the younger said, give me the portion of God that falls on me. So he divided. These are people who, having found out how good God is, they desire more what God has to give than God himself. They want their things. Now they are within their rights because they are heirs. Yeah. These are people, that, that's why their ministries don't last. Their legacy never lasts. They use their power for something else. 
I remember the story of Demos Shakarian, his book. He talks about a preacher, a revivalist, who came to preach a revival for them in, in Los Angeles, right? Somewhere, California. And this guy was so anointed. He preached. People get saved. He raised money. That wasn't part of the deal. People brought money. Then when he closed the service and they were counting the money back in the back room, he went and told them to put all the money in the bags and they begged him. What, what? They, he just, and these guys were going to fight him to say, you can't do this. Because they had put up a lot of money to put on the event, the evangelism event. When Demos came in and they were going, to, he told them, don't, 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 get all the money and give him. Touch not God's anointed. And he says, years later, he found him almost dying. Obai, what? Obai was limping, something so broke. Yeah. You know when God gives you a gift, you preach, people get saved, people get healed. Then you raise money. And in the back room, you're fighting with the organizers. Put all the money in the bags and disappear. Hey. So, you see here, you see, God's things are interesting. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he wanted the goods, not the father. So, do you, you see what he did? He says, not many days after, he gathered all together. And what did he do? left the father's presence. He left the father's presence. He went to a far country and wasted the father's possessions with prodigal living, with riotous living. Do you get what I'm saying? There are people God blesses. They give, it gives you a job. Now that's when you say, I am too busy. Sunday is my rest day. Meanwhile, you are here, season 21, fasting, Lord, Job, what? We laid hands, poured oil, taught, believed, you got a job. Now, Sunday is your rest day. Yeah, you work Monday to Saturday. Sunday is your rest day. Don't think I'm talking about people far from here. The flesh, the appeal of the flesh. Bible talks about the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. You found people who, because this story is not about a son and a servant. No, it's two sons. You find people who, whose the blood was shed for them, they accepted Christ. But now, it's all about 
God is not in the picture. Because they have their stuff. But you know, that stuff, <laughs> it runs out. When he had spent all, <laughs> yeah, it eventually runs out. There arose a severe what? Famine in that land. This is a parable. When your confidence in, is in things and whatever, God is no longer a priority. God's presence is not a priority. You came and prayed and God answered. He gave you a husband or a wife. Now, you're too busy with your husband or wife to seek God. Or you prayed God gave you a child. Now, hey, baby, oh, baby, children, children. Mm. It's like prayer. What prayer? These children. Prayer, what prayer? There is a job to do. Business. Hey, you came, you prayed, you even sowed seed. Somehow that debt was either cancelled or you managed, God brought one deal and you paid half the debt. Now, ha! you know, there is nothing as deceptive as money. That one I know by experience. Money reveals the man. Yeah, everyone can pretend to be humble when they don't have money. Yeah, so don't look at people here and you think, oh, what a sweet sister. What a nice brother. No, 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 no. First, give them a million dollars and we see whether their behavior will be consistent. Are the people here, here? I'm frozen. Hmm. Yeah. Someone said that if you think failure is difficult, try success. Yeah. If you think failure is hard, try success. You see, this wallet here has in it the original newspaper that I read and saw that I was the fourth best student in the country. It's in this wallet. It is on the basis of that testimony of what God did for me that I pretty much do everything else that I do today. There is, there is nothing to post about being excellent in school when you knew you were going to fail anyway. And God rescued you by the teeth of your skin. Is it skin of your teeth? Yeah. There are many people who have been rescued by the skin of their teeth. But instead of getting the record and putting it in their wallet to remind them we know where you were going. Yeah. You were, you don't, don't, don't reach here put on a few shirts and you start deceiving us. Yeah. 
you were going down. No one will ever heard about you if it wasn't for the mercy of God. Now you go, you get a good course at the university, <laughs> consultant this, the other, whatever. Look. Most people, I'm telling you, most people take God's stuff and walk away. Yeah. The very thing they believe God for. That's why they, they, are, is, they, they are forgotten. Because you forget God, you also get forgotten. Yeah. Most people take God's miracles and they walk away. I, told, I showed you Korah's in what? He's the, in, in what? The, the, the cities. G give it to us again. Matthew 11, 20. Yeah. Then he began to rebuke the cities in which most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent. You would think if God has done this for this person, they are going to love God. They are going to serve God. They are going to... Ah. Eh. God... God is used to being disrespected and dishonored. Yeah. Ma majority of the people in the world, Christians and non-Christians, they disrespect and dishonor God. Yeah. So when he finds one person like this who says they are going to wake up and pray, even God is in shock. He's like, you are, you, you are interested in me? Ah, I love you. He can't help himself when he finds one. God is looking for a man. Because, you know, when a person is so used to being treated badly, then they one time they find a person who treats them the way. They're even suspicious. They're like, is it genuine? That's God. He's used to people taking his things and going off riotous living, taking his jobs and becoming busy and resting on Sunday, taking his money which he gave them and spending it on themselves and buying so many things that they don't even need. And instead of help, helping plant churches, and giving fast fruits to build buildings. Taking these businesses which he gave them and then they sit on the business and they become the big boss and start conducting themselves as if God doesn't exist. Taking these marriages that he gives to people and they look at each other and they think that between the two of them they are the priority. God is no longer priority. Taking these children which he has given them to steward and idolizing them. God is so used to this kind of human behavior. Because this story is talking about a father and two sons. Hey. One time, 
not, not too long ago, actually, I was seated with a friend of mine who is a lead of an, another ministry. I usually compare some notes with him because God has really blessed him with a lot of ministry wisdom. And he told me, just write down all the people. Aren't you a pastor? And you love people. Just write down all the people you have visited. You took time to visit them, be with them. Aren't you a pastor? You're doing your pastoral duty. Just write down and, and see what you see on the list. And you will see that the majority hmm, of the people you visited, you left your children there at home and went to visit them and their children and prayed with them and been to their issues and whatever, not once, not twice. They all left. They are no longer in the church. Yeah, majority. Yeah. The majority of the people who are here who are serving faithfully, I've never visited them. I've never been to their houses. Alan, I've visited you. So, it's too late. Yeah. Yeah, they, they don't, they don't. You see, when you're a pastor, you think if you love people, they will love you. No. Paul says, Paul says, let me show you that verse. It's a very sad verse. Yeah, let me show it to you. Those of you who think, when you look at these pastors, you think they are just swimming in love. Hmm. Ask Jesus. Give me Second Corinthians twelve fifteen. I start at fourteen so that you see how heavy it is. Now, for the third time, hmm, I am ready to come to you. And I will not be burdensome to you. For I do not seek yours, but you. For the children ought not to lay up for the parents, but the parents for the children. And I will very gladly spend and be spent for your souls. Though the more I abundantly I love you, the less I am loved. Yeah. I have seen this here in Washington Purpose in my own life. So, for us, we don't serve for love. Yeah, there are people who love me deeply. And you know, thankfully, the people who love me, they really love me. I have no doubt. Yeah, but most people... Yeah, they are powerful, powerful. Nothing. Even God is used. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They say those who call me Lord, 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 Lord. <laughs> yeah. I am telling you. 
people. So, let's go back to the other one. This one is too uncomfortable. Let's go back to... <laughs> uh, I'm overflowing. took the stuff and what? Left. He didn't know. You see, when you get one little miracle and you walk away, you are walking away from the source. So don't be there and wonder why the rest of us are always flourishing. We didn't take our miracle and walk away to tell God how busy we are. We can't attend mission or community meeting. We can't unit Wednesday live. We don't have time for season 21. Banange fasting is too hard. Later prayer. Me, I can't plant a church. I am not a pastor. Who is a pastor? Well, the people at the back not excited about this message. Look. Don't, why are you coming under too much conviction too early when I have not even reached half of the message? But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine. In that land, and began to be the world is naturally. Look, you just be there, and you don't watch over your resources for just three weeks, and you see what's going to happen. Yeah, two days is too long. Yeah, it is always you. You yeah, is this uh, you get into you put in neutral like this, reverse immediately. Yeah, in, in the world, neutral doesn't keep you in the same place. Because things are in a state of what? Tasozi. Yeah. So when you get out of D and you put in N, before you know it, you're moving backwards. All your money is going. All your peace is going. All your joy is going. Do you know that joy needs activation? Yeah, because the world, the world, this one, is in a constant state of famine for all things. That's why it is more natural to be sad than to be joyful. It is more natural to panic than to be in peace. It's more natural to withhold than to give. It's more natural to care about yourself than to love someone else. Yeah, you're naturally, once you fall for the world, spiritual things are up. He says, come up here and I will show you things to come. Spiritual things are up, and to go from down to up, gravity doesn't support you. It works against you. Yeah, that's why people who, you see, the most depressed people in the world are the ones who expect life to be easy. Because they keep waiting for the day life will be easy, and it never comes. 
And so they throw their hands up and say, this is a, this is a, a fraud. Yeah. Why was I born? But the people who quickly figure out it's not going to work like that. Put up something. Build a shelter to protect yourself from the weather. Innovate. Do something. Those are the people people who embrace the idea that the harder side is the better side somehow. They flourish. You see, Abraham and who? Lot. Lot chose the land with the water, the plains, what? Because they were into animals. And if you're into animals, you know you're doomed if you don't choose, if you buy land which has no water. You're finished. But where Abraham told Lot to choose, Lot chose, chose all the plates with the water. And then he told Abraham who was the one who brought him from the village. But now you take the rest. But Abraham embraced it. He embraced the difficulty. And you know what he did? He dug wells. He said, there is a way around the problem. People who understand that there is a way around the problem, instead of crying to the problem, they enjoy life. Yeah. 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 Fighters enjoy battles. Yeah, how can someone enjoy battles? Yeah. But bring them battle any day and they come alive. Mm. How did we even reach here? I was talking about famine. Yeah. We live in a world where the moment you step away from the source, you start withering. That's how it works. I remember reading this from Noah, Balesam Elder Noah. He said, technically, even if you stand in a stationary position, you're moving backwards because other people are moving forwards. You know, the first time you took a bus from the village and you thought that the telephone poles were... were... <laughs> Why are people here pretending not to be from the village? Onyait, I see you. <laughs> You just thought, hey, where are the poles going? It's relative motion. Yeah, when you're stationary and people are passing you, they look at you and feel like you're moving in reverse. Anyway, and he began to be in what I enjoying this sermon. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. Now, the worst thing people do when finally they realize that the father's supply is done, instead of coming back to the source immediately, which is repentance, they first try out their fleshly, worldly mechanisms to fix the problem. They start digging ponds because they walk away from the river. Then the water that comes is brown and dirty, but they have to drink. Yeah. So they find themselves in the wrong bed with the wrong person. And they know it's not satisfying. Yeah. But they drink. Uh, 
Bishop Dad talks about pig's food. Pig's food. Eating pig's food. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, they join themselves to the city. Usually you get into the wrong company. You, you somehow think the other guy is going to sort you. You don't want to go home. You know, it's easier if you just go home straight and say, you know what? Go sinze. The Baganda said, go sinze. Ali want to know. Hey. Go sinze, Akolachi? Ali want to know. Aliba. Go take a Malayo, these kind of sayings. So, anyway, but he first tried to fix it. Now, child of God, don't try to fix it. Don't try to fix it. It's going to just take you deeper. At least if the money is finished, before you eat pig's food, go home. Don't reach a point where now pig's food is like sieges, Caribbean jack chicken. Eh? Can you imagine you are eating husks, but they taste like what? Jack chicken. Because he says, next, next verse, next verse, he says, he would gladly have filled. Gladly. He would gladly. He's like, if Mampeko, Rajima Wambiz is okay. The devil is bad all the time. That's his nature. And it's not well. Yeah. The devil will take a child of God and debase them. And take them to the lowest pits of losing all self-respect. And take you through experiences that just totally make you forget where you came from. This is when you react to grace in the flesh. When your reaction to grace is just give me my stuff, let me go. He would have gladly filled his stomach with the pods with the pods that the swine ate and no one see the world is deceptive they first make it look like we have a solution for you then you'll fall for it before you know it you are scraping the bottom of the pail and even they say no bring our pail Things get tough. Mm. I need to get to the other son quickly. But when he came to himself, ah, there is always room for repentance. Yeah, he said, "How many of my father's hired servants? People over there are still getting miracles, Amia." And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father. I will set him. I have sinned against heaven and before you. 
You see, when you sin, when you sin against your father, you sin against heaven. Whether you know it or not. Yeah. Yeah. When Potiphar's wife was trying to interest Joseph in the matter, Joseph said, I can't sin against God. Joseph's primary issue was not Potiphar. It was God. I will continue because I think that is someone's message. I have, I'll go to my father and tell him I've sinned against heaven and before you. Someone, maybe you thought it was just a, a, against your spouse, it was against heaven. You thought it was just against your parent, it was against heaven, or whatever. You know, whatever it is, and but there is redemption. Amen. He says, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. So he has a plan. The plan is to go back at a lower rank just to have some food. Yeah. You know, sometimes people come to church like that. It's like, Please just lay your hand here. Let's, yeah. 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 You keep making altar calls, they get born again, they just want the camera because they are like, my, me, my, my condition is complicated. Yeah. Even the one you have now is not yours. So, it's like, yeah. I'm not so sure I can handle royalty stuff, but just deal with this small problem of pig's food. So anyway, we went home, and you know, that story ends really well. So one reaction to grace is what? Permissiveness and sin, riotous living, in spite of the, the flame that was put on your head as a son. Now, the other response to grace, which is common among children of God, is legalism. Now, the primary thing is that both of them take you away from the father's presence. This one went from the father's presence to commit his sins properly without being disturbed. This one went from the father's presence because he was so busy with the work of the father. Hmm. Look, it says, so this other one, and drew near to the house, he had music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked, what these things meant? Mm. He knew we are not supposed to be having any celebrations. I'm hearing music. He says he had music. Take me back to verse 25. He had music and dancing. These are the people who only show up for the salmon part. Their lives are way too serious for music and dancing.
In other words, music and dancing had been missing since the younger son left. And when he went, he went with all the music equipment for, for his riotous living. <laughs> yeah. the, the one who was left behind, the loudspeakers, he put them in the store and locked them up. He's like, we are here to work. There is no room for, there is no room for music and dancing. Lock up the speakers. Lock up the, 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 the DJ equipment. Yeah, lock up the, 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 the yeah, microphones. It's time to work. No subwoofers here. So when he had music, he's like, who unlocked the stop? <laughs> who let the... One time, when we, there are only two staff members in Worship Harvest, and that was Pastor Angela and myself. I was the pastor, she was the admin. We worked in the first hub, which was, no, not the very first hub, the one in the basement, where you had to remove your shoes to get in. <coughs> so I'd been in this older son mode, I think, for a little while, until I fell sick, I, I had a bout of sickness. And during that sickness, I recovered something. So I showed up for work and I was singing. And she shouted out, Hey, Moses is singing! I'm like, eh, eh? Is that supposed to be a unique thing? From that time, I have taken note of my seasons of no singing to signify things are not okay. Why aren't you singing? Red flag. Yeah. When you don't hear me humming, what, whistling, what, just no. Oh, you. Needs to go back to the father. Yeah. I don't know what is it in your life that indicates that you are far from God. Lack of joy. Too busy. Serving, serving, preaching, assuring. What? Not connected. Just preaching without praying. So anyway, that music. So he called one of the servants, and that's what. And he said to him, "Your brothers come." <laughs> and because he has come, huh? and because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. Like there is a party. One person said. Thank God the lost son found the father and not the older son first. <laughs> older son syndrome. People are looking for God. They come to church and you just be like, what are you doing here? Your dress is too short. 
Your hair is too colored. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Law, not Lord. These many years. Huh? Now you're telling God how you, you, you've been hustling for him. These many years. You're telling him you even know the time. These many years I have been serving you in the music team. In children's church. Where else? Leading that mission of community. Guess experience. I never transgressed your commandment at any time. And yet you never gave me a young goat. Not even a goat. A young one. Have you ever seen a young goat? It doesn't weigh much. He says, you know. Hey. You know what gave you a young goat that I might make merry? My God. What a shock. So all along he wanted. <laughs> all along he wanted the young God Nayaga. He wanted to call him Nayaga Tainacha Yogeda. Look what happened. Look what happened. He says, but as soon as this son of yours, you have terms for other people who has devoured your livelihood with harlots. As soon as it came, you killed the fatted calf. Yeah, this idea of rejoice with those who rejoice. No, 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 no. Yeah, me, I've been here waiting for my miracle. Yeah, and I'm going to feed that cow. Now, the other guy comes in and they are testifying. God has been, praise God. Praise God. You are like, when did you start praising God? We've been here serving for years. We have not had anything going on. You are here praising God. Yeah. Let me ask you, please, be honest. Have you ever had someone's testimony? And you got annoyed. <laughs> And you got annoyed, proper annoyed. You're like, it is not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. I am the one. This morning, okay, sometime, some friends of mine came to tell me something very significant. And it was, it's a couple. So the, the wife, fasted for 30 days seeking God about something and on the 30th day on the last day of the fast you know 30 days is like Ramadan it's long, it's not season 21 it's season 21 plus 9 days 
on the 30th day, huh? God spoke to the husband who had been eating all the 30 days. <laughs> it's a true story. It's a, <laughs> it's a true story. You, you fast, God speaks to others. Yeah. Like what's <laughs> what's going on here? Mm. Uh, have you ever heard someone's testimony and you just got annoyed? You're like, that's exactly what you are supposed to have been doing for me. Now I'm hearing it in someone else's what? Testimony. I suspect you shall be happy. Hmm. Mm. Some things are even too sensitive to talk about. Yeah. Young goat. Young goat. It's like, give me a young goat at least. Yeah, just give me any husband. Doesn't matter the, type, the shape and height. Just, just, just give me one, please. Yeah, and then some other girl who has just walked in. Before you know it, the brother who was you thought was supposed to propose to you. Yeah. I leave this one, eh? Yeah. Like, look. We have been here in church. We have served. This brother, we even used to serve him tea during team time. Where did he pass to propose to that girl who has just joined the church? Yeah, he said, wow. Omwala ya kalokoka. Fetubande we miaka minji. Yamla biata fenga tatulaba wo. She doesn't even lead an MC. How is the anointing going to flow? Yeah, he say wow. <laughs> yeah, she's not even properly planted. Yeah, I'm even the one who preached to her to join. Yes. She has just been in the music team for two weeks and now they are eating chips and chicken and chili sauce. 
but for us we have been here. Hey, have you ever had someone's testimony? And instead of celebrating Jesus, you are just like, yeah, yeah. You know that? Can I tell you something? That's how some people leave church. Yeah. It's too much for them to bear. Yeah. I'm telling you. There are people who have left not because they hate the pastor. They, it's not a message. No. They, me, that guy, that guy married that girl because I have to sit there and look at them holding hands. For, no. No. Yeah. I've gone to another location. <laughs> yeah. You give your first fruit. You give your first fruit one year, two years, three years, and then <laughs> you are watching the video on Sunday, and some guy for the and then look for them, they didn't even give the whole month. No, they only gave the first income that came. And they have a testimony. And you're thinking, either my angels, Badakubi and Gwana, they are on treatment. And this, yeah, Amabeki says, first sit down and we continue. Hey. Yeah, too sensitive. Yeah. You're praying God is talking to someone else. Like, what's wrong with God? Anyway. So, this guy. But that, verse 31. And 32. As an encouragement to those who have served faithfully. He said to him, son, you are always with me and all I have is yours. Even this fatted calf we are, we are serving at the party for this guy, it's your fatted calf. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Yeah. It was right it was what? That we should make merry and be glad for your brother who was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. So, two reactions. One is permissiveness, sin. The other is legalism. You're there 
all the fatted calves, all the things are yours, but you've never, it, it has never occurred to you that you can kill any time and eat. When they tell you God is in this place, you, you think that for you to be healed, you need to fast, fast for 28 days. You think it's a work. No. Eat the cow. It's yours. It says, all I have is yours. So I think the father is in a bit of mild shock. Like, you didn't know? Is that why you were not putting on the music? That, I think the father was like, okay, now I understand the lack of parties all these years. You see, legalistic Christians are not happy Christians. Look, we should work hard for the Father's kingdom. But we should always also enjoy. Paul said rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say rejoice. Watch out when your joy has vanished and you're now doing the you're leading the MC out of duty. You are leading the location out of duty. You see, when you're doing it out of duty, life doesn't flow. It doesn't flow. It says, out of your heart flows the issues of life. There's no flow. Because you are just... Ah, I don't know why you're working like that. But there's no flow. You should ask yourself, okay, I'm not pausing, but ask yourself. I've been doing this for now 16 years, almost. The church site before the pre-church. I've never gone on leave. Yeah. The few times I've tried to, do, to be as if go on leave, it doesn't work. Because the moment I stop like this, eh, ideas attack me. Yeah. The moment I slow down and my body gains a little bit of restfulness. My God. It's like all heaven breaks loose. I, hey, start texting people. This, that, what? Yeah. When people say, Mose has gone a retreat, they just put data and watch your WhatsApp group. Before I know it, I'm like, ah, this is not what, let me come back to this work. Yeah. Non-stop. Now, of course, if you work for Pharaoh, you need leave. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you are building the treasure cities of the world with rigor, where you are required to get your, your clay and your what? Mortar and, 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 and your straw. My friend, you need leave. Yeah, otherwise, you lose your mind. Well, Pharaoh is not easy to work for. Yeah. You're on the road early morning, you're back home late night, just to build glass treasure cities, and you die and you're forgotten, and other people come and continue from where you stopped. Yeah, that meaningless work is so bad. Yeah, but for us who are serving heaven, even when we try, let me take a break. What? You know, Bishop Oedepo started the church in 1982, is it? 82. Here is, watch this. Winners Chapel, Canaan. 
he has never missed a single Sunday service from 1980 to today. Not even one. He'll be flying all over the world in meetings, visiting winners, chapel churches. Friday night, he's in back in Kenanla because he has Saturday outreach and Sunday service. For 40, what years? How many? 40 years? Without us, a break. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need to finish. What's the appropriate response to grace? It's faith. You come to the Father not to get food. Because he came and said, hey, he started this speech. The Father ran to him, give me that text. We were in verse what? No, verse 20. He arose, came to his father, and, but when he was still, a great way of his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him next. And the son said to him, there is a speech next. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe, put it on him, put a ring on his hand, sandals on his feet, bring the fatted calf here, kill it, let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. That's what's in the father's house. The idea is to return. Yeah. Whether you're the one who went off into permissiveness or you're the one who is in the what? At the farm eating vegetables only because you think you need high-level permission to eat a small goat. All the overwhelming, never-ending, breathless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found. Leaves the night tonight. I couldn't earn it. I don't deserve it. Still, you give yourself away. Oh, the overwhelming, never end, reckless love of God. Sing it about it. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, breathless love of God. Oh, it chases me down, fights till I'm found, lives the night and night. I go to night, I don't deserve it.
and start praying in the spirit and thank God for the love for the love he has bestowed upon us Put your hand on your heart and receive the Father's love. Just receive the Father's love. Just receive the Father's love. Just receive the Father's love. Whether you're one who walked far away in pursuit of the world, or you're one who has labored hard and you don't feel appreciated, you don't feel 
like God has answered. You don't feel like Bible says God is un, not unjust to forget your labor of loving that you've ministered to the saints and do minister. That's not his nature. So whatever it is, whoever you are, just receive the Father's love. Whether you reacted to grace by pursuing worldly pleasures or you reacted to grace with legalism and not understanding the Father's love and thinking that the work would give you a place at the table not knowing you already had a place at the table. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, thank you for your love. Yes, thank you for your love. Oh, thank you for your love. Some people are experiencing healing, deep, deep, deep healing right now from things that have happened in your in your life in your heart welcome holy spirit thank you for healing me we cast off that orphan spirit in the name of jesus never again are you going to serve like a servant but you will serve like a son like a daughter who is loved and treasured and appreciate it. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, oh, after me. Now you may be here in the room. Maybe you're watching us online, or you're in one of the places where there are people joining this meeting, and you've never given your life to Jesus. So you've walked with God before, and you walked away. As everyone is focusing on their own business and receiving the Father's love, if that's you. I just want you to put up your hand. I need to see it and say, Pastor Mose, pray for me. I, I want to come back to the Father. If you're there, please your hand, put, put your hand up. I need to see it. I know this is a prayer meeting. It can sometimes feel like, can there be a person? Thank you, I see that hand at the back. Anyone else? Anyone else? If... If someone around you is putting their hand up and I can't see it. Yes, I've seen that hand. Yes, I've seen that, uh, that hand. Thank you. Anyone else, you're like, this time, no, 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 no. I can't keep living like this without this kind of love. There at the hosting centers, there's a pastor at the front. Please put your hand up. Your, the pastor there is going to receive you. Amen. Is, is there someone else? I don't want to miss out anyone. Hey, amen. I see your hand, my sister. Thank you. Thank you. Someone else? Right. There is someone else, I think. Who else? If you're the one, we don't want to close without giving you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus. I see that hand. Thank you. Now I'm going to ask three pastors to go to the three hands that we have put up. Three pastors, please move quickly. Can we pray with them? Congratulations, my brother, my sister. Just pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for eternal life. Thank you for inviting me back 
to the Father. I give you my life. I invite you to be my Lord and Savior. Take my life and do something significant with it. Amen. Can we celebrate? Yay! Yay! For those in the room, someone is going to give you a card just to take your name so that we can follow you up. And if you're online or you're watching from one of our hosting centers, the number to text or call is 0775-642-449. Amen. Amen. We are closing. But I want to pray for miracles and healings. Amen. Hey. So those online everywhere, wherever you are, whatever it is, just put your hand where it is, the issue is, or you can put it up or put it in your chest. And let's pray. Father, thank you for your anointed Jesus of Nazareth with, with the Holy Spirit and with power went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For you were with him and that same Holy Spirit, you have anointed us with him and with power. And now, I speak healing, 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 everywhere, everybody, healing, healing, miracles, signs, wonders, cancers, gone HIV status changed all manner of sickness leaves you now in the name of Jesus whatever it is growths oppression it leaves you now whatever the enemy intended for evil leaves you now 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 Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Now, 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 now. Now, angel armies. Angel armies. Host of heaven. Where you are. Serving healing now. Serving healing now. Everywhere. Online. In host centers. In the room. Yes. Some of you are going to discontinue certain survival medicine you've been on. Yeah, you're going to go to your doctor and they are going to tell you no need to continue because you're going to find out that your condition has changed. Survival medicine ends. It ends, ends right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for miracles. I see divine provision like you've never seen before my goodness thank you Lord heavenly resources debt payments elimination of lack right now receive it receive it some of you this year 
you're going to receive more money from other sources than your job, than your work. You're going to get more gift money than the money you make in your workplace. I see it happening. Just lean in. Let's just lean. Let's allow the Holy Spirit to work in our midst just a little bit more. Someone is receiving new tongues. Someone is receiving new tongues. As you're praying, you're receiving new tongues. Someone, the Holy Spirit is coming upon you in a mighty way. A mighty presence of God. Mighty presence of God. Angel armies. Angel armies. Serving comfort. Serving power. 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 Power is coming where you are. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive. Prophetic gifting. Prophetic gifting. Prophetic gifting is coming to you. Someone. You are already seeing and imagining and you think it's your imagination. It's not your imagination. Just receive it. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Receive it. Thank you, Jesus. I declare that you shall not die but live. And declare the works of the Lord. All the enemy's plans to cut your life short, we cancel them now in the name of Jesus. You shall live out all the full years that were allotted to you by God. Not even one hour less. We refuse to give up even one day less of your life. God is imparting the gift of ministry. 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 Powerful ministry. Undeniable. Undeniable. With undeniable results. Thank you, Jesus. Yakata kideke kelaba sireke yakada you will not be put to shame you will not be put to shame yakatenga labro ho sigada kala baba baba maragada say presence mighty presence of god mighty presence of god someone you need to lean in someone you need to lean in don't be passive don't be passive. Don't let the moment pass you by. This could be your visitation. This could be your visitation. This could be... This is your visitation. Somebody. This is your moment. Something is switching. Something is shifting. Something is shifting on the inside of you. On the inside of you. Wisdom is coming...
to you as a gift. Thank you, Jesus. Wisdom to understand complex things, to build complex ministries, to deal with a multiplicity of issues and be, be able to subdue them. Thank you, Jesus. Just receive it. Someone you've been having a, a long ongoing headache. Headache. God heals you now. God heals you now, whoever you are. God heals you now. Someone else you've been having a pain in your hip joint. Hip joint. God heals you now. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Holy Spirit. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hey. Someone you've been operating in the gifts of the Spirit, but with a limitation to one or two gifts. God is unlocking new rooms of spiritual gifts to you. You're going to be able to operate in a, a multiplicity of spiritual gifts. That's what God is saying multiplicity of spiritual gifts financial dominion is coming to someone here there is someone here money has dominated you but now you're going to dominate it you're going to dominate it and rule it and make it and use it joyfully for so much that God wants to do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Someone online, you're crying, you're crying. You don't even know why you're crying. That's the presence of God. Just receive, receive. God is doing, God is healing your heart from something. Thank you, Lord. Hey, hey. for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.